Hey, hey, hey. What's up, Grace Gain? Thank you for joining me again for another episode of Amaze and Grace. I hope you guys had a great week. My week was pretty like busy, um, but it was well. And um, so today um, I am going to jump into what the Lord has given me. So I was um, in prayer and I was asking God, like, what do you want for me to, you know, say to, you know, my podcast and your people and um, for like all week, I've been thinking like, I don't know what to say. I don't have nothing. <laughs> I'm like, God, you know, just give me something. I believe in you, you know, um, I just, I'm just one of those types where I feel like, Lord, I just want the word, the word, give me the word to give to the people because I don't want to give people me, like my feelings, my emotions. Of course, I'm going to give you some of that, but most of all, like, I just want you to get something from the word so that it can give you substance, you know? Um, but I, I think because I'm more God driven than self-driven and so I want to impart you know encouragement from the bible or encouragement from uh, my beliefs into um your life and I pray that when you do listen to my podcast that it does bless you and that it does make you want to know God more or it makes you want to get into the word more get to know him for yourself so with that being said, I was going um, into the book of Job. Now, a lot of people know the book of Job. And every time I read Job, I swear I get a new revelation um, about what was taking place in the time when Job was getting uh, tested by Satan. And... Um, I think the reason why Job's story is so popular in the um, Christian um, community is because it was surprising that God allowed for this testing to happen. And it was so brutal, like, you know, his children died, you know, like things were taken from him. His his body became sick. You know, it was just so terrible, like. When you read it, you can imagine it in your head. It's just it's just terrible the things that he had to suffer through and the thought to think that God allowed the enemy to come into Job's life to do um, what he can do. But he gave him a limit of power. So I'm going to give you um, what this podcast is titled and it's He's in Your Business Too. So how I got this title is when I began to read Job, I had started from the first um, chapter and in the first uh, chapter in the sixth verse is when Satan um, has this conversation with God about his servant Job. And what caught my eye was the fact that um, matter of fact, let me go and read it real quick. So Job um, 1 and 6, it said, Now there was a day that when the Son of God came to present themselves before the Lord, right? It says, And Satan also among them. 
And the Lord said to Satan, where, where you come from? Like, what are you doing? Where, where, why are you here? You know, type of thing. So Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? That there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and shuns evil. And so Satan answered the Lord and said, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, around all that he had every around all that has on every side basically God was like I mean Satan was like don't you got a uh, protection over him like you know I can't do nothing with them I don't even know why you asked me that question like have I considered him no I ain't considered him you know why I ain't considered him because you got him covered all around that's why I haven't considered him so the Lord said to Satan behold all that he has is in your power only do not lay a hand on his person. So Satan went off from the presence of the Lord. That's all he needed. <laughs> That's all he needed was, okay, you can play in your little field and I'll give you a little time to do what you do. So while I was reading this, right, the reason why I got he's in your business too is because in the first um, chapter of Job and in the sixth verse, when it said, and now they, um, and now the, the day was that the son of God came to present, came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan was also with them. So God let me know that whenever God shows up, the enemy is not far away. The enemy is not far away, which lets me know that he is in our business too. Satan is the prince of the air, right? So he knows what we like. He knows what we don't like. He knows what we pray for. He knows he, he knows certain things, right? And the only reason why he stays close and near to you is because he wants to find any foothold, any way, any doorway, any slip up, anything that you say out your mouth that gives him authority to do something because we don't even realize in the middle of our weak moments that we're giving Satan authority because our mouth has power in the tongue. We can speak life or death. It's in the word of God. And so the enemy just waiting for you to get weak. He waiting for you to get weak, to say something, to give him power. So... Whenever God is in the midst of something, whenever God is in the midst of something, Satan is always around. He's in your business, honey, too. 
You know how uh, Tabitha Brown always say, that's your business. And <laughs> say it like, that's my business too. <laughs> that's my business too. I'm just waiting to be a part of it. That's pretty much what he's doing. But he, want, he wants to find any foothold, any way, any, any way to get into your business. And this is why God revealed to me that we have to pray in good times and we also have to pray in bad times. No matter what we are going through, we always have to pray and we always have to de- de- literally like cast things down. Even if we don't see things happening, there's always something happening. I've learned that the hard way. Even when you don't see things naturally happening, honey, something is happening. That's why when I pray, I don't pray just for the, the earthly things that I see. I pray for things in the spirit realm because um, the enemy doesn't stop at his job. He does not stop at his job. So God saw that Job was the man for the job. I want you to pay attention to what God said to Satan. He said, have you considered my servant Job? Not only did he say that, but he gave Satan a rundown. Like this man here that I'm presenting to you fears God. This man that I presented to you, I know him. I know him very well. I have a relationship with him. You can't tell me nothing about my servant. So when God, this encouraged me so much. A lot of times people think, why do bad stuff happen to good people? It's because God knows that you are the person for the job. He knows that you can, you fear him. He knows that he can trust your heart and your soul. The enemy wants um, us to believe that God wants to hurt us or he wants to deceive our minds to think that we're going through hardships in our lives because, you know, uh, we did something bad. First of all, if you read the story of Job, all his friends thought that he must have sinned. He must have did something wrong in order for this this to not work for him for in order for him to be sick or in order you know you know how people talk and they gossip about you girl her relationship didn't work out she must have was sinning honey oh girl she uh, she lost her job child she must have was she must have was doing something no how how about that god trust me with this trial Hmm. how about that how about god trust me with hardship how about he trusts my heart's position why you worried about why it's happening? You need to worry about the fact that what's going to happen when it's over. Because I'm made for this. The fact that that I know that God trusts me with it. I know that he's going to see me through it. He's going to see me through it. So even the enemy was confused at why God was giving him access to Job. Because he was like, um, don't you got a hedge of protection around his house? His livelihood? You increased his land? You blessed his hands? He was like, don't you already have him covered? 
And so the thing is that I'm realizing is that the enemy knows he has boundaries. Before he approaches you in any hardship, before he comes to to interrupt your life, he already knows that he has boundaries. He can't do everything. But if he gets in our head, listen, if he gets in our heads, we give him more territory. If he if he keeps planning, um, oh, this ain't going to never work. You're going to die in this situation. Uh, you ain't going to never see the promises of God. Like in the midst of hardship, you ain't going to never get what you want. Like, you know how he comes to try to play on your insecurities or try to play on your head and make you believe that things are not going to happen for you. But if we believe what he says, because he's doing his job, he's coming to steal, kill and destroy. I tell you this all the time. Right. He's coming to do his job. So as soon as you allow him to do his job, right, and he gets in, you're not focused on God. You're not feeding yourself with the word of God, but you're falling into temptation. You are allowing yourself to stay in your weak moment because this we all have them. But you're allowing yourself to stay in that weak moment for too long to where you have brought in his territory in your situation. Because before you started letting him play too long in the playground, in your mind, he knew he had boundaries. He knew he wasn't able to touch certain things in your life. You allowed him to by allowing his tricks and schemes to work in your mind. He already knows. God gives him limited power. And Satan knows that. That's why he had to ask God, you sure you want me to uh, bother your servant? And if and if you're giving me permission to do it, um, you have to you have to lift the hedge of protection that you have over him. So God gave Satan the okay to touch Job's possessions, right? But he said, Don't touch his person, don't touch his soul. So It made me think to myself, yes, he has access to your business, but he can't touch your soul. So when the world has given you a great deal of hardship, right? And you have allowed it to touch your soul. Like, just think about it. When you're going through hardship, when you're going through a trial, do you allow it to move you from your being? Do you allow it to move you from trusting in God or believing in in what he told you and the, the promises that he has over your life? Are you allowing hardship to move your soul? The enemy thinks that he's clever in deceiving us and taking what we love the most. He doesn't play fair. See, when he came for Job, he came for his family. He came for his health. He came for his money. He came for his friendships. He came from for his, his status because Job was, had it going on, honey. Job was rich. Job had it. The enemy knew where, where to go and where to bother because he wants to, for one, he wants to fight for what you fought hard for. He wants to come for the things that he know that you suffered for. He wants to come for the things that you work hard for because his thing is he wants to break your heart. He wants to get you so bothered to where you will start being angry with the father 
He wants to change our perception on God. That was his whole thing. Job got weak. Job said, God, I cursed the day that you made me born. Job got angry with God. He was mad. And the enemy loved that. That's why he comes in our lives and all in our business. Because his whole plan, his whole entire plan is to move our souls. Because once he moves our heart position, once he moves our souls from studying the word of God, from feeding our souls with the truth, which is the word of God and prayer, our souls will not be moved. If we stay in the will of God, if we listen, God told me this, speak life until life happens. Speak life until life happens. Speak promises until the promise happens. Speak prophetically until you see manifestations happen. Because one thing the enemy don't realize is that you have authority over him. Matter of fact, he know it. It's not that he don't realize it. No, he know it. You have authority over him. But he wants to get us so crippled like he did with Job. To where our minds is so full with disposition. And we lose hope and faith in God to where we allow him to broaden his territory in our mess. Do not be deceived. By a powerless foe. The enemy is a powerless enemy. He is in your business, but God is the boss. We don't answer to him. We don't believe in him. We believe in what God says and just like God rescued Job. He will show up just for you. Your job is to not look at the situation, not to look at what you're going through. And I am talking to myself too. Is to keep feeding your soul and speaking life until life happens. Do not give in to the things that the enemy has access to. Do not allow yourself to be moved. You know why? You got to remember that God saw fit that you were the man or woman for the job. He trusted your heart. He trusted your mindset. He trusted the strength. Listen, he trusts himself. God knows that in our weakest moments, that is when his strength become perfect. He knows that, that, listen, if I have your heart, if I have your soul and I have your heart, I'm with you, honey. I'm with you all the way. Even through sickness, I'm with you. Even through heartbreak, I'm with you, says the Lord. Even through confusion, I am with you. Why? Because your soul hasn't given into the process. You still are holding on to me. And if you hold on to me, I'm holding on to you. Matter of fact, even if you let me go, God says, I will never leave or forsake you. That's the kind of God that we serve. 
He is a, a awesome, merciful, wonderful God that even if we let him go, even if we give our soul to the enemy, even if we move our heart's position, he still is able. He's given his whole entire life for us so that we may have a second chance, that we may have a life. So I encourage you to do not allow the enemy to have foothold just because he has access to your business. Your dreams that you tell your friends about, he in your business. Those goals that you want to uh, execute and accomplish, he's in your business. The love of your life, your husband, your wife, he's in your business. Your children, he's in your business. He wants to know everything. But what he does not realize, God is the boss. If God said don't touch it, he ain't go touch it. If God gives him access, God trusts you because you are the woman and the man for the job. You better show up. You better show up and you bet not quit in the midst of hardship. You bet not let the enemy win. You bet not allow him to accomplish his goal. You got to gird yourself up. You got to find strength from somewhere. Hello. Yeah, because I had to do it. I had to do it. You got to find strength to shift your mindset, to find joy in something. In something. Find joy in your children. Find joy in knowing that even, look, even if I don't like my job, listen, I'm, I, I, God has provided for me. Even though I, I may feel alone sometimes, God, you have been my confidence. Something, something. Y'all got to find something. Shift your mindset. Do not allow the enemy to play for too long. Because before you know it, his territory has become broad. So know this. Just like with Job. When the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, Satan was among them. He going to always try you. He ain't going to never stop. Remember, I made the, the podcast episode about the hate is real. Satan hates you. He don't like your purpose. He don't like what you got coming. He don't like what's going to be birthed out of you. So he is going to try. To make you lose your mind, to make you give up on God, to make you get angry with God. He don't like him, honey. And guess what? <laughs> we don't like him either. Ditto. We don't like you either, bro. But stay encouraged, you guys. I hope that this episode encouraged you to not allow yourself to be deceived by a powerless foe. We ain't got time for you, bruh. We see you. We see you. We get it. We understand. You want to win, but you won't. Because God knows me. 
I have a relationship with him. He knows that I know that this too shall pass. He knows that I know that the, 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 the word of God, so I can speak life until life happens. I can get in my word and know that in Jeremiah 29 and 11, that he has plans for me that I have a bright future. So you can't come into my into my space and play with my head for too long to make me believe that what I see now is what's going to stay here. I know that God has a plan for me. We got to put the word back on him. No weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. We got to put the word back on him. In him I move and have my being. I'm never by myself. God is moving through me. Who do you think you are? coming up in my business and try to make yourself known. We got to know who we are in God. And we got to stand on the word of God and what he has given us. So don't be deceived by a powerless foe. I hope you guys are blessed by this episode. And I thank you for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful week. I love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Gang, gang, talk to you later. I love you, Grace Gang. You are amazing. May the blessings of God be upon you this week. Amen. Bye.